Hey everybody, welcome to the DAP. It's your boy Tim. I just want to welcome you to season three. Damn. The things that we're gonna do here, the things we're gonna drop, we're gonna make it fresh. We're gonna start off with episode number sixty. And this episode is focused on methamphetamine and we're covering a story in northern Michigan. Drop that shit. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. It's a dap, y'all. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. It's your boy Tim and your boy Dave. Yo. Little delay on that, Dave. Got a little delay on that, Dave. Yo. <laughs> Yo, what's been up, man? We're going to drop this. Uh, this episode actually should have been recorded already, but we're dropping it late. We're giving some anticipation to everybody. That way we ain't just giving you, you know, everything all at once. You know, some things. You, it's not a marriage. No, no, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I looked at it. So anyways, we're going to focus this episode on a, a particular story. But first, we wanted to say, make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Daily Addict Show. Make sure you check us out on our new Instagram page. That is the Daily Addict Podcast. And to all you daily addicts out there, keep your eyes open for the free pottle giveaways. We actually made it right with Clouded Judgment, sent his pottle from Michigan to Canada. Which isn't very far away. USPS, guaranteed. This time I kept all the paperwork in line, dude. I'm like guarding it with my life. <laughs> I'm calling the embassy in Canada and shit. Damn. Yeah, I'm cussing him out. He'll be excited. So congratulations on that. He won a pottle giveaway, one of our first ones. But unfortunately, um, we just it got returned for some reason, and, and we just kept it here. But you know what? It's a new season. We're on to new things. It's time for Clouded to get his damn pottle so he could put a picture on it and say, you know, it was worth waiting for. But make sure to get your free pottles. We have a few more to give away. You follow us on Instagram. You follow us on Twitter. You retweet a picture of our pottle that we got in there filled with uh, beautiful marijuana, by the way. Is that on there? Yeah, it's oh. on there. It's on Twitter. It's on there right now. Oh, shit. What if uh, I retweet it? So if you retweet it, you, you can get, I don't even have to ship it to you. Yeah, you I do. I just give it to you. I want to get it shipped. Okay. Thank you. We can still make it happen. All right. We can do whatever you want to do. Damn. Not, not, not like that. But anyways, we're making a couple little changes to the format, you guys. We want to thank everybody that's been listening to the show, all our supporters out there. Um, I want to say what's up. Give a big shout out to our first Patreon supporter, Brendan. He's the Patreon OG, man. He's the, the original. Wow. So, you know, we're releasing extra content. Not only that, but you get early access to our regular content. So if you want to cover the stories, you want to help us, you want to help us help you fight the drug war, get this thing going, then that's how you do it. You reach out to us. We're reaching out to you. Now reach out to us. But some of the things other than our podcast being on Google Play and Stitcher and iTunes, other than that, some other things about this drug war, which is it's, it's becoming more and more apparent to me that Tobacco and alcohol are, are cartels that feed the political system 
to keep all these other drugs illegal. They can't fight cannabis anymore. Cannabis is already, we're going to claim victory on cannabis, dude. There ain't no turning back now. No. There's no turning back. The truth is out there. Too many people are smoking it. I watched a seven-year-old dude smoke weed for the first time in his life on Twitter the other day. It was crazy. Wow. You would have thought he took he took a little puff. You would have thought that he fucking had a gas mask on. He, <laughs> you can tell when people first tried and they smoked. He was like, yeah, he gave the thumbs up, man. He's like, this, this is all right. But um, going back to it, tobacco, alcohol, big influence on the drug war. They pay a lot of money to keep the drug war going and the laws uh, to keep the drugs illegal, illegal. They fought it for a long time, but I think they're starting to give up. But illicit drugs, if I was to, if I was to ask you to guess how many people die from illicit drugs, let's say like in 2018, how many people do you think died from illicit drugs? In the world or? In the United States. 20,000. 580,000. 580,000. That was a little short on my math. Yeah. Probably common core. Yes. But but that's okay. Because how many people die from high blood pressure? 1.2 million. 10.4. Damn. How many people died from high blood sugar? Ooh, I'm going to say 8.2. Close, 6.5. Uh so you have between between people just eating salt and sugar, they have quintuple by tripled, and you can <laughs> coin that. That's my term. Quintuple by tripled, my total by many many times five hundred eighty five thousand, and that's illicit drugs, and that's I mean, just salt and sugar. Just salt and sugar got you, you know, 20 times that. Sweet and salty. So when are they going to? Yeah, everything's sweet and salty, too, now. They they just don't want to give you. They want to make it sweet and salty. But um, some of the stuff I got in on ourworlddata.org. Why isn't there a sugar war? Because sugar is, I don't know, because sugar is available. It's legal. It could be like the next big market. Sugar market? Prohibition on that shit and then smuggle sugar. Dude, they're going to do something. If they can get away with this and they can get away with getting rid of trans fat and then get away from making you, you know, use lard and shit, they can get, they're going to go this way. It's either going to get to a breaking point, man. It's going to start going back the other way or it's going to get total lockdown on our Maybe the other way was healthier, though. I thought the other way was healthier. But I'm not, I don't know. That's just my opinion. So what countries do you think are the leading users of illicit drugs besides the U.S.? You know the U.S. U.S. is damn near like Asia. numero uno. Like Asia, somewhere in Asia. Eastern Europe. Uh, so not, I don't know if that's kind of Asian. Not really. I mean, geography Eurasia. games. Eurasia. Yeah, they're kind of like. But no, um, Russia is huge. Really? Oh, yeah. Russia. Yeah. Uh, Greenland. I think that's why they call it Greenland. I know. Greenland's getting down. But I encourage everybody 
to watch a movie called American Drug War by Kevin Booth from 2007. Uh, he he has a documentary. He it's about his brother who be, who was a big uh, uh, schizophrenic drug addict slash eccentric, uh, mentally ill person. But uh, Kevin kind of chronicles his struggles growing up with his family and his parents, and it was interesting because his parents. He says himself were, you know, his, they were both model citizens. They went to work every day. They were hard alcoholics, but they never missed a mortgage payment. And they always went, you know, they always went to work every day. So, but you know, that's what spurred the curiosity here. And that's what I'm saying. Tobacco and alcohol are, are huge, are huge billions of dollars. And they have been suppressing the access to the rest of these drugs because they got the market cornered right just like a cartel would do you know take out the competition so what do you want to do get into get into our story let's get we're into gonna the cover? story yeah fuck it <clears throat> let's get into that let's do it there's a segment there's a segment story from up north live dot com is it Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Man. Up northlive.com. Five arrested in northern Michigan meth bust. And this is in Benzie County. Five people were arrested and charged with a meth bust. When, re- when detectives got to the scene, they found people actively injecting meth. One person attempting to destroy evidence and another person in the middle of an overdose. In the middle of it. Not just starting it. Damn. So you got you got people shooting up, people trying to hide the needles and the meth, and then more people one person's overdosing over in the corner and everybody's just like I think the best way to hide it is just to shoot it up. Good point. The man that was overdosing was immediately taken to a nearby hospital. That's good to know. Eight ounces of crystal meth was found $8,000 in a butane hash oil lab, which is a high explosive risk. Five suspects were arrested and charged in the bust. Ronald Snyder, uh, uh, conspiracy to deliver, Snyder's bond, Paul Nanny. Man, $1 million bond. That's ridiculous. $1 million. $250,000 for the other guys that were just... That's weird. They were getting high and shit. Yeah, it's a pretty unfortunate thing, man. You look at some of these pictures and you you definitely feel for people that are on addicted to methamphetamine. You know, they'll, they'll lock them away, won't give them any treatment at all anyway, so. They need some love, man. That's what they need. They need somebody. This dude right here, he. That dude needs some love. He needs some <laughs> He needs some care. He needs some care. They should make these people, you know, they should say, hey, if you want to not go to jail, we're going to, like, make you volunteer at a church or some shit. But it would have to be a church where the the clergy are strapped. You'd want to have some control in there. You wouldn't want to have somebody recovering from meth addiction in a church. Right. Without some sort of security. 
I mean, they should have something. I feel bad just arresting people and throwing the key away, man. Well, what would you tell this guy right here, this first guy? The first guy? Yeah, he's a burly-looking dude. I would say stay on the meth, but get rid of the sugar. (laughs) No sugar, no trans fats. That's it. Oh, man. You're making me laugh too hard. The second guy, I would say you need some sugar. You need some sugar. You need some. Don't put salt on those wounds. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete's. So this happened right here in Michigan, right in northern Michigan. And um, it's not surprising. It's not huge. I mean, they had quite a few ounces of meth, but they had a lab there, too. They're probably just feeding their own habit and, right. and making enough money. They didn't have to go to work. They could just sit there and get high all day. What a sad thing to get hooked on. It is a worldwide epidemic, they say. But here's the toxic ingredients that are used in meth lead to severe tooth decay, known as meth mouth. The teeth become back, black, stained, and rotting, often to the point where they have to be pulled. The teeth and gums are destroyed from the inside, and the roots rot away. Man, so why wouldn't you just show pictures of that to people all the time, man, before they try meth? You know what I mean? Before meth, before you try this meth for the first time, this has to be your screensaver for 30 days. <laughs> Every time you look in the, your camera, that's, you know, it could be like an app, like one of those Snapchat apps. Where you, you know, they got the little bunny ears and all the cute little shit when you look in the camera. We have meth mouth app. <laughs> so when you look in there, it shows what it MMA. Like. MMA. That way when you look into the camera, you can see what your mouth would look like on meth. That way you, would, you won't want to do it like that. What if you just kind of jump start and went right to the dentist and just... Have them pull your teeth right from the start. Oh, that would suck. Just say, hey, I don't want meth mouth, so yeah, take them out. Jesus. Would they do that? I don't know. They're your teeth. I mean. That would be crazy. I mean, I guess people do get teeth pulled, pe- teeth implanted. They get ball bearings fucking inserted into their bones and shit. You see them people, the rep- reptile people and yep, shit like that? Yep. They get like fucking ball bearings implanted in their face. That'd be a creative way to smuggle some shit. I mean, it's pretty obvious, though. Has anybody... How would it be obvious if you... Because you got big, big bumps on your body, man. No, man. If you... Yeah, but if you already have, like... If you're already tattooed green like a lizard and you got, like, little fucking bumps in your head, you throw a couple bumps on your back, they ain't gonna say <laughs> shit. Hey, pun, pun intended on that one, people. That was pun intended, by the way. Put a couple bumps on his back, ship him over the border. Anyways, I'm on a roll. The United States government reported 2008 that approximately 13 million people over the age of 12 had used methamphetamine. Damn. That's a lot. 529,000 are regular users. So is the young people. It's young people. 
All right. In the United States, uh, states the percentage of drug treatment admissions due to methamphetamine and amphetamine abuse tripled from 3% to 9%, from 96 to 06. So that's just telling you that. All right. This is from a website called drugfreeworld.org. And this is my problem with this website. This is a pro-drug war website where they're saying drugs are bad. Drugs need to be illegal. You need to be punished for drugs. Don't do drugs. You're a loser. If you do drugs, drugs are bad, blah, blah, blah. But here in the same, within their own literature, they have their own hypocrisy. Because they just talk about how methamphetamine is just growing out of control. Well, then what the fuck? If you're spending all this money on this drug war and you're having everybody searched and everybody can have fucking warrants and you can blow people's doors down like in Arkansas, just walk up to their apartment, put a bomb on their door, blow it off and walk in and check their fucking apartment. If you got shit like that going on, then how the hell does methamphetamine still become a problem? I think because, I mean, if you really want it, you can make it at home. True. Easy access. You can make porn at home too, but that don't mean you do it. But you probably should. Hey, anything you can try once, they say. What do they say? I don't know. It's them, not me. I'm not <laughs> saying that shit. I'm not saying that shit. So, Adderall, where are we at? Oh. Adderall is the brand name for the prescription. Uh, medication comically commonly used to treat attention deficit hyperactivity disorder i want to see what year that these motherfuckers came up with this disorder when was this discovered attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is that are you looking at me like no i just want to know well i mean the only way you're gonna know is if we look. What year is uh ADHD? Yeah. Ooh, it's a race. Let's see. 1900s. 1902. Damn. Which is, that's crazy, man. That doesn't even seem. Wow. My, my other question is, man, like back then, I mean, it was just because people didn't know what it was, but it seems like now it's everybody has that shit. Yeah, dude, it's it's this is what it's defined as. Listen to this shit. ADHD was first mentioned in 1902. British pediatrician Sir George Still. It was an abnormal defect of moral control in children. He found that some affected children could not be controlled by their, they could not control their behavior the way a typical child would, but they were still intelligent. What the fuck does that mean? Sounds like we're probably going to get beat up, but it just sounds like they weren't raised. Right. Man, it sounds like, I don't believe, I don't think that this isn't a real thing that, I don't believe it's it's not a real thing, first of all. I think I think that, it's way overdiagnosed. Yeah. And I think it's just normal though. 
I think it's normal for that's why they call people. That's why they call them adolescents. They call them, you know, they're supposed to make mistakes. They're supposed to do shit wrong. That's what you do through your whole childhood until you're in your adulthood. That's what defines a child to an adult is you, you know, you learn from your mistakes. You become a better person as you get older. It's not no fucking children just ain't going to behave, you know, good because you tell them to. They're going to misbehave, man. Really? Am I wrong? I don't know. I mean, there's some good kids out there. It's all personality. Right. Kids have personalities, man. They're not all built the same. What the fuck? They're not all built by Ford, man. No, they're not. I just think it's way way over-diagnosed. People are actually out there looking for that diagnosis. You know, they want that Adderall, right? Man, it's crazy. They they're similar. Adderall and meth are similar. They're both an amphetamine. They're both a Schedule Two drug. You know, they they both got nicknames. Adderalls are Addies, Beans, Black Beauties. Meth is. Chalk, ice, crystal, glass. Same exact fucking side effects. Same exact fucking side effects. Same overdose symptoms. So, if you want to be safer, wouldn't you, like, offer the people that use meth? Say, hey, this is regulated. It's safer. Stop putting that meth in your body. Take the Adderall. I would say so. Or is that bad? Oh, that's a great idea. Do you get Addy teeth? I don't think so. It's a pill. I don't think so either. Man. I don't think so. It's a pill, man. Hmm. They should do that shit. I mean, because they're going to use it anyways. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, well, let us know what you think about methamphetamine and exactly um, its relationship to Adderall, ADHD. Do you think ADHD is real? Hit us up at Daily Addict Show. Check us out on IG. Always around. Maybe Facebook one day. I don't know. We've been holding out on Facebook. I don't think so. But hey, thanks for listening. Peace out, y'all.